When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talkers, it is Monday, and Lori and Julia are back in studio from their trip to L.A., where they were trying to break into some AARP awards. We wanted to crash a little Amy Robach and TJ, or TJ and Amy party. You guys had everything going on in L.A. Oh, yeah, I can't believe we were right around the corner from Everything's Sharon right Stone there. And I know. The whole Oprah, Oprah Winfrey and everything. And- well, Hollywood is a small town. It's teeny grant. It really is. Yeah. Everybody does know each other that's in the business. It does seem like it, or they've at least met or have a friend of a friend. But um, this happened on, I think it was Saturday um, afternoon. Um, the actress, Annie Wershing, and the name won't mean anything to you, but when you look her up, you'll recognize her. She played this character called Julia Brasher. In Bosch. In Bosch, yes. Mother and there's, uh, you know, she accidentally shoots herself while returning her weapon to her holster. Mm-hmm. A- anyway, she had a very juicy plotline. She was in 24. Yep. Way back when. But so she many- was in the Vampire Diaries. She did a voice in the video game, The Last of So, the, yeah. That's the, where a lot of people know yeah, her from, so Lori. Tess is the girl that's the Pablo's wife or yes. girlfriend. Yeah. That's her character, her character in the video game. Yeah. And so you'll, like, recognize her. And she was only 45 years old, and she died at, at, of cancer. Yes. Yeah, and all of these different actors, Dana Delaney and the showrunners from... Um, the Vampire Diaries and the Rookie she was on. Oh, the Rookie was And Titus Welliver are, like, encouraging their friends, you know, like, to go to contribute the, to the GoFundMe. Well, I'm on the GoFundMe page. They, she, she has three boys. Freddie, mm-hmm. 12, Ozzy, 9, and Archie, Archie. 4. And so, she's up to $166,000, oh, but it's really... The people, you know, when you go to her GoFundMe page, um, I mean, really the people, people she changed my life, you know, mm. my mom died at a young age, mm. you know, she was a treasure in a per- performance on Star Trek. Yes, yeah, Star Trek. Yes, yeah, Star Trek. Card, yeah. Um, she was in Supernatural. Yeah. She had a little arc in People will know her, but she's super young. I remember, yeah. yeah. And she detected cancer in 2020 and wanted to keep private about it. Mm-hmm. And so... um. She apparently just lived joy. Yeah. You know, just yeah, wanted joy, just, joy, joy. I was just like, oh, yeah, this is like a small town. Everybody like w- works with each other. You know, it was so, I don't know. It just, that, that I was just like, oh, I mm-hmm. totally remember, remember, I can't remember the full storyline, but I feel like as Julia, she was being pressured 
to say that she and Bosch had a sexual relationship that wasn't consensual mm-hmm. to try and get okay. some evidence that he couldn't use or something like that. You yep. know, like people were like glad when she accidentally shot herself. Oh, we're mad at, at her, her character, at her yeah. character for yeah. that show specifically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. Well, that's super sad. So um, young, you know. That's just... Oh. I know. Okay, and Lori, Lori, <laughs> on our chart today, it says notable passing. Oh, And then it says zombie, zombie news. news. That's terrible. Okay, and this is because today, when we boarded our flight at 5.30 a.m., um, we sat, sat next to Dr. Anna, and she is a... Um, Epidemiologist and uh, epidemiologist, that one, and a professor at the University of Wisconsin Madison, and a big darn deal in the art world. She's a scientist. She's a scientist. No, she's just yeah. So we're sitting next to her, next to her, and and first (laughs) of all, you weren't even on the plane, and she tells me (laughs) what she does. I said I told my husband I'd wear a mask, but I don't know where there is one. She says, well. I'm an epidemiologist and a scientist. I've always got masks with me. And she gave me one, too. She says uh, the boarding time is a good time to, you know, wear masks. Yeah, that's when I think I got mine when I boarded. Yeah. Yeah. And I said to her, can I ask you a question? You know, because how often are you going to meet, you know, somebody like that that knows? Infectious disease, yeah. A woman of science. And she's like, actually, like, people know who she is. She's She's a big deal. She's a big deal. And I said to her, is there any way... We could get a zombie virus. Could that happen? <laughs> I've watched so many no, zombie shows <laughs> during the pandemic because it comforted me that that wasn't happening. Yes. So I could deal with me, yep. the little Corona yes. virus bitch in a more, if I could. And she just looked at me and she burst out laughing. She said, no, <laughs> yep. that's not going to happen. It can't happen. And she said, but there is a bacteria flesh eating um, virus, which mm. we already which, know. And that's been around. Right. But you look like a zombie if this gets a hold of you. But we've seen bacteria yes. flesh eating, eating up from feet to knees yes, and yes, they have yes. to amputate. So she said that, that. But I, then, you know, I was like, I want to know about the last of us, you know, like could, could spores from an in, you know, can I? No, okay. it doesn't work. Okay. And I just said, Dr. Anna, thank you so much. This That's what I thought. <laughs> I was pretty sure. Whew. But I've now watched so many zombie shows. Getting in your own head a little bit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and now we got this last of us, oh. you know. And I'm, I know you guys haven't seen okay, the episode you yet. To, you have to tell her. That. I just have to tell everybody. I'm sure the people who saw it last night. Will it's on it, HBO. It's on HBO. And last night they actually gave a free episode out to people who hadn't, you know, to try to get them to sign up for oh, HBO Max. Yeah. But it might be, and Quinn, our social media guy, will agree with me on this, the best TV episode of anything I've oh ever God. seen in my entire life. And there's only maybe 10 seconds of actual uh, zombies so it is something really so i could watch it really aside from you will watch it you will love it yeah every right. it's it's i can't for who who has watched it you know what i'm talking about yeah. who hasn't watched it go and watch it it is the most beautiful thing i've ever seen wow and to say that about that show to see it and i can't wait to talk to you about it tomorrow. pedro pascal is the man oh. i know but, but really quickly also last night kind of like what happened with um what? Say your name. The high pitch Kate Bush yeah. in um oh. the TV show on Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yes. How 
people didn't know about her song and how it came back to the top. Here's the song from Linda Ronstadt that was played during the episode last night. Yep. And between 11 p.m. and midnight, there was more than a 4,900% increase in the U.S. streams of downloads of Long Long Time by Linda Ronstadt. So we'll listen to that. Okay. God, her voice is so good. It's amazing. You hear that song, you hear the original soundtrack at the end of the episode, and you hear it also in the beginning of the episode, and the way they come together. Ha! Amazing. All right, I'm going to watch this. Watch it tonight, both of you, please. It's so good. I mean, I've been hooked since the first There's only been three episodes. I know, but the... Oh, Julia. Julia. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. I love this because I feel like we are going to the most fabulous, authentic Mexican restaurant and shopping market, uh, El Burrito Mercado on the west side of St. Paul. If you've never been there, it's a destination. It really is. It's so fabulous. So they have grab-and-go deli things. So if you are wanting, if you're hosting a party or a football party, you know, Super Bowl is coming up. You know, grab and go salsas and guacamoles and, and then the pulled meat and all the meat. You can have in the tacos and the soft shells and you can get dessert and, you know, rice and beans. I mean, you don't, you get a whole spread. Right. And the grocery store and the Tres Leches cakes, which are phenomenal. And the, you can follow them on Instagram at El Burrito Mercado. It's a fun follow as well. But the flan, I mean, um, it's you like going there and just getting something I to you, eat. Yes. I yes. love and food. Taco Tuesday, three tacos for five dollars mm-hmm. every Tuesday. El Burrito Mercado. El Burrito is the keyword at my talk for more information. His random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a trend report, but I'm going to start it out after I'm going to tell you when you eat avocado toast or avocados in general, they do give you gas. Is that right? Yeah. What? Gloria and I were particularly gassy last night in our hotel room. <laughs> I'm just sharing this. And we're both like, what did we eat? Because we didn't have beans. We didn't have anything. And I said, I think it's the avocado. And so I just went and looked it up. <laughs> so just beware if you're thinking, hmm. Date night. Don't Date night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They might not do that. Okay. So here's a couple um, fashion and furniture trends coming out of uh, Beverly Hills. There was this one store, Grant, we went to on Robertson, which has a lot of designer-type stores, all different kind of influence, furniture, lighting, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. And this one store literally took those plastic chairs that we get for like $9.99 at Menards, Mm -hmm. and they covered them with fur. So there was a bright green one. Um, There was a bright blue one. And you can't even call it fur. It's fake. It looks like... It was fake... It was like, stuff, like it was like little like stuffed animal fur. Yeah, yeah. yeah not it can even, get real mad. You can get so real mad if you kind of get start pushing on it. So a if you're bit. on a budget and you want to bring those chairs <laughs> indoors, which I've had to house a couple homes with lawn chair at some point in my life. Yeah, bring them inside. Okay. Go to Joanne Fabrics and get some <laughs> of the the plushy stuff and glue it on, and you'll be so in vogue and just own it. Okay, so that was funny. We laughed when we saw those grand. I love it, too. That's funny. Um, The other thing that um, is coming out of Japan, it's the next trend in laziness, and we've posted this, (laughs) is um, it's really something, Lori. It's a wearable beanbag chair. Oh, And I I want you to look at this. You have to (laughs) The color they chose is not flattering. No, it's it's like a brown... 
It's a gray brown. It's it's just really Don't ugly. They try and make these types of chairs be a thing. Well, you wear you it, Lori. Wear it. I've you... seen these comfortable beanbag chairs. They're great. You wear it, and this... you look like Mister. Po- Think of Mister. Potato yeah, Head, where right. you've got this big thing coming you... down, and then your legs are just there, so right. you can lay you on your belly. Pull it you over can... your head like a sweater. Okay. They've got them for children. They've got them for middle-sized people. And they've got them for adults. They're only being sold in Japan, but when you're so tired that you can't go any further, or you're going to a friend's house who has no seating, wear your own chair. It's <laughs> it's pretty funny, though. And you, I, remember, you remember that puffer jacket that uh, Kylie Jenner wore? Yes. That looked like a body part? Yes. Very yeah. similar looking. Yes, it Very, is. And the choice of the color of the... I got to be honest, this looks so comfortable, though, because you're bringing your own pillow, you have your own chair, you have your own book holder, I mean, your laptop holder, it's all in one. It's like a bodysuit. For the someone who has everything. <laughs> so that's happened. Marie Kondo, we all remember Marie Kondo. She yes. was all the rage, you know, to spark joy, which is by editing out your house and minimizing everything. I never did any of that. I, Steve did. Steve was into that turning. Does he do every fad that comes his way? Does he try everything? It's hysterical, though. Yeah. And and really passionate about it for four days. Yeah, for four four hours or four days. Except for the trees. It makes me laugh. Okay, so anywho, she now now? she has um, admits her home is a mess now. And that she has given up sparking joy in her home because she now has three children, and she says I I was a professional tidy upper all the time. That's all I did. But I realized now what is important to me is spending time with my children and not worrying always about the mess. So, anywho, give yourself some gentle kindness if you've gone off the Marie Kondo fa- fad. Mm-hmm. Now, too. yes, Coon Rapids residents of Minnesota are outraged. They got a new neighbor in November of 2021, and it was a turkey. And um, just one, just one. There's one. There's more. Uh, the flock came with it shortly thereafter, and the angry bird has stayed after the flock left and made a home for itself in the neighborhood. It's been terrorizing residents, mm-hmm. like Rachel Gross, who told the TV reporter, "This turkey attacks me every single day. Follows me. Goes up my stairs. Tries <laughs> to get in my house. When I leave my car, it follows me." Parents in this Coon Rapids area, say their kids carry sticks when they walk to shoo, school shoo. bus My stop. Goodness. They need to fight off these very aggressive turkeys. Calls to <laughs> this is her calls to the natural resources have been unhelpful as residents have uh, been advised to keep the turkey from finding food outside and they will not relocate the bird because it will only wreak havoc on another neighborhood. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast podcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, why don't they relocate it to some woods? I have no by idea. a railroad track. Yeah, but then it'll start, like, it'll find, it'll wander eventually to someone else's back. They're like, I've seen so many turkeys. I was on, what street was that? Bailey Road, I think, the other day. All of a sudden, there's like 20 of these things walking across the road. But anyway, if you are around the turkeys, because you had a few of them in your neighborhood, I believe, you have to act like your dominant. Yep, 100%. Don't, Shoot! Yep. Get a stick, you know. Puff your not, chest, that you know, tall, Really big. act like a turkey. Yeah. Come on, come on, you know. Right. Anyway, turkey terror and coon rapids. It made the news. <laughs> there's there's a select places in the metro area where you, you will always find turkeys. They're yeah. always at, like, your backyard area. You've got some, this neighborhood. I'd never seen turkeys in our backyard until they followed us home from Hawaii last year. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah. Oh, no, I've seen yeah. them on the railroad track. Right. I never I've have seen, seen them in my backyard either. Not, I've never really seen I have them geese. in the city, city. I have geese in my front yard. I have deer. Yeah. Uh, geese are flying cows. Yeah. Well, all they do is eat and poo. Well, they're not fun. They're pretty in the mm. sky. They form. They have a nice they formation. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Today, um, if you um, hold on. Gratitude helps your attitude. Oh That's my. true. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening right now? What is happening right Larry, now? It's National Croissant Day. <laughs> there's there's this grocery store right by where we street called Bristol Farms in <gasps> Beverly Hills that is like a designer grocery store. Mm. Designer. I mean, the juice, fresh juice things are twenty bucks a pop. You oh, know? I, everything is outrageous. So I went yesterday to find try to find us some breakfast. And all they had was this croissant with turkey in it. And I bring it home for Lori because she wouldn't eat anything sweet in the morning. She only likes breakfast or dinner. And I know all your little idiosyncrasies. So I come home with this, like, you know, $7 croissant. Um, And she just looks at Julia. I won't eat a croissant with pressed turkey. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like pressed turkey. Today I had a slimy. I had a wrap sandwich. A Swiss and ham wrap hold the ham. Oh, and then it said, please give me extra cheese. <laughs> uh, I love a cheese sandwich. I always you have. just like the cheese. Oh, That's the cheese. But anyway, um, it is National Croissant Day, Lori. That's why I'm even bringing that up. Oh, that's funny. Um, are are they going to talk about that Academy Museum? Oh, oh how oh, we was have it? To, wait a minute. No, wait, can we, we talk about yeah, it when we got, come yeah, back? Yeah, we're gonna, we got five okay, seconds because here. Because we are talking about for your consideration, yeah. the Academy investigating. Yes. So, uh, oh yeah, we went to the new it's Academy, Academy Museum. No, the pictures. Yeah. yeah, museum thoughts. Wait, wait till we come back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we we're just talking about seeing all these different furniture on Robertson. Well, we did do a lot of furniture window, window shopping. shopping. And, you know, a lot of what we saw there we see at Furniture Matter. And a lot of it is, you know, the soft, soft fabrics, the wide corduroy, the beautiful tones, lower to the floor, kind of some lower backs and more 60 stuff, Interesting too. lamp choices. Oh, yeah. And the, the mirrors and the sort of, like, I don't know how you call them when they're, like, two different 
sizes. sizes. Yeah, just beautiful just wall art. Yes. And Furniture Manor has all of this, and they are always making luxury affordable. And um, you know, at Furniture Manor, you have everyone has a design background, so no one's going to say, "Well, let me just see." Blah blah blah. Well, what are you thinking? You want that to go with? They can help you figure it out if you kind of don't know what you want, and to help you plan it, bring your measurements, bring some color swatches. Uh, they're fantastic. They have fantastic pricing. You're going to love Furniture Manor. All right. So let's talk a little Academy. We've got two things going on. We've got Chris Conley. You know, they're covering the Oscar nomination that's raising eyebrows for Andrea Riseborough. Um, basically, people are feeling that Andrea Riseborough getting a nomination because of a word of mouth campaign. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll get to that in a, in a, in a second. But basically... You know, Viola Davis and or Danielle Deadweiler both got robbed for uh, right. Woman King and Till because Anna de Armas gets one of those nominations right. in the crap movie Blonde. And then <clears throat> this other gal gets the nomination. But we go to the Academy Museum. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And, on Friday. And we had bought our tickets in advance. And That's it's like right. $22 a person. Uh-huh. And we go and check in. And uh, the gentleman at the check-in area says this to us. Okay, we've got you all checked in. You can go when you want. Anytime after this, you can go to our restaurant right here. You can walk around. And we're like, well, what are the good places to see? And he said, well... Um, they'll all be, you know, some of the uh, rooms are closed off, but they're clearly marked right now, so you'll be fine. Okay? okay. Like, you know, you'll be able to follow along, but some areas are blocked, you know, under construction right now. Um, but they're clearly marked. That's clearly what he said. Marked, yeah. That's all he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, little do we know, the main, the main number one room with the ruby slippers and all this stuff oh, is completely blocked off. No. Now, they just opened. Yeah, and to have this blocked off, and so it was just so funny. The areas that are are you know under construction are clearly marked. You'll yeah. be fine. Instead of unfortunately today, you know you're not going to kind of be able to see our big our big stuff. Color me not impressed with that place. It seems like <laughs> really? they spent all the money on an on was designing going crazy. an ugly building, having no exhibitions. Oh. Weird layabout to get around from exhibit to exhibit. Then they're like, oh, the room full of Oscars. They all look alike. This one blocked to Clark Gable. This one blocked. I mean, it's just like, go Get, somebody go to Graceland and see how a museum is operating. Here, here's what, <laughs> here's what. So we posted on our Instagram, Grant. I don't know if you saw the pictures on Friday. Uh huh. But there's a picture of a disco outfit that Lori's standing next to, and that was fun to see. It was Meryl Streep's outfit from Mamma Mia. I know. So tiny, tiny. tiny. But like they had like maybe. 20 movie costumes total. Then they had a room with special effects, and that was kind of cool. I don't know. I, I just want someone from the Academy Museum to go visit Grayson and see how you do a, a museum. Wouldn't hurt. I well, mean, here were some of the, well, here was what delighted me, okay? Barbara yeah. Streisand, there were two winners for Best Actor, Actress in 1969, and it was Barbara Streisand. And Catherine Hepburn, they split it. Okay, so a what? Tie. It was a tie. So what excited me was this letter, and they have it. It's from Barbara Streisand to Catherine Hepburn. Dear Kate, I feel I should still call you Miss Hepburn. You know, meaning you're so much older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, how very nice of you to send me such a lovely wire. 
I, for one, am most honored to share this with you. But there's one question I have to ask. It's tough enough to be in the same business with you, but do you have to start singing so well? Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. With much admiration, Barbara. I liked seeing that. That's so cool. Barbara Don- I'm just saying, I like it to- felt donation light. Yeah. Halle Berry's dress is in this room, and it's just standing there on a dress thing, but there's not even a picture of her, like, Oh, not wearing the dress. Oh, come it on. It's one on down on a flat thing, but, but not no, like right you, there. You got a Godfather that. room. They I liked a, the Godfather Francis room. Francis, they must have donated, but it, it just. <sighs> Underdelivered, which is surprising because we were very excited. I mean, I know when we first brought this up, yes. I know Julie and I were very excited. You too, Lori? Yes. I thought this was the greatest thing ever. It's just their poor execution. Maybe well, need a new well, career. Well, we saw a couple cool things. So we yeah. saw they didn't buy Debbie Reynolds when MGM the lot when they MGM sold. sold she bought the whole costume department, and she and her daughter Carrie Fisher were begging someone from the Academy buy this stuff because once it gets split up, it's all you oh. know. And they could have had it for like five million dollars, and they couldn't get it together to buy that because she had the whole oh. she had amazing stuff. Amazing so it just stuff. feels like with Hollywood being the home of motion pictures, they should have more. Yeah. Yes. And it Julia. felt. But we saw Edward's Edward Scissorhands costume. Yeah. Yep. And Johnny Depp was teeny tiny. Mm-hmm. We saw the Shape of Water guy. We saw Jaws. Gary Oldman's costume from Bram Stoker's Dracula. He has oh. huge feet. Yes. Um, of course but, you know, Grant, feet. it's so predictable. Yeah. No, they were. I was like, God, he's not that tall, and he's got some gunboats. <laughs> we're talking 14, 15. Gunboats. I've never heard the term gunboats. Gun for feet. Yeah, the long, flat feet. Uh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. C-3PO and R2-D2. So I was going to say, how was the Star Wars? There, that was it. There wasn't Yoda. You know, was there, there wasn't... any, like, lightsabers? or No, or, no Stormtrooper. No. Nothing. Wow. Well, it was... Maybe you caught them on an off weekend. Well, they told us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, um, it's exactly. clearly marked. <laughs> Don't worry. But Some of the areas the weird are close to layout of a museum. The way it's designed. So the cur- they need a new courier designer. It's a, it's a big cement building. Yeah. The car museum across the street looks like it could be. <gasps> oh a museum. my gosh, Grant! There are some cool. That looks so yeah. cool. Oh. The car museum. We didn't have time to go into it, but mm-hmm. there were some other big cool things. It was just. I don't know. I just have been to like I, you were expecting like a. Ta-da. Hollywood, the Academy. Mm-hmm. Something big. Something great. Yeah. Something dazzling. So much reading. So many placards. <laughs> I mean, we want visual. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. want to see the costumes? You want to see things? You but wanna... they showed the script from Mario Puts. Say his name. Mario Puzo. Puzo. And the rewriting of that. Yeah, but sh- obviously someone has donated yeah, all of that to... Yeah. And they, they have a room, and they did have the replica of the horse head that they used when mm-hmm. that studio executive uh, uh, um, wakes up. And that was just the stand-in, uh. because when they actually shot the scene, they worked with a like a veterinarian in Silmar, which is a part of L.A., in the valley where a lot of people, it's horse country and mm-hmm. stuff, they had a real, that scene in the movie is a real horse's head. It was a horse that had 
to be taken down mm. and they got permission mm-hmm. from the owner to use it yep. in the movie and that is a real horse's head. But yeah. they had the stand-in head in a case. I just so sent it to Grant. up the shots. Yeah, just to kind of know where it yep. would be. But they just needed more of mm-hmm. all of that. You know, even the room where the 20 costumes were in, uh, apropos of nothing. It didn't have a theme. It was Edith Head did this dress. and Dick Tracy wore this yellow jacket. Yeah, it was like oh. really... It just felt like it could have been better. And then Julie got a great picture of me next to uh, Oscar, and there's a man in the background literally digging I, for gold. And I posted that on Instagram without <laughs> knowing it, Lori. I didn't know so he was funny, doing Julia. it. So I didn't know funny. he was doing it. Looking for a Cadillac. Yeah. They're, oh. they're there. You know, one of the coolest things, though, um, I don't remember in years flying to L.A. in the daytime and we flew over the Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah, usually we're coming in oh, that night. Oh, yeah. my word. Beautiful. That was beautiful. That is just on wonder from above. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Roger Freeman loves 80 for Brady. Oh, guys. Wow. wow. He said, here we are, a Golden Girls type film based on the true story of four suburban Boston ladies who were huge New England Patriot fans and mad for Tom Brady five years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does it work? Yes. If a man called Otto is a hit, 80 for Brady is right on target. The setup is too good to be true. Comedy with four legends, plus lots of A-plus championship football. And also, I guess the extras, Bob Balaban. Um, I don't know who that is. You know who he is. He's always in uh, Christopher Guest movies. Okay. Harry Hamlin, Glenn Turman. Um, he was in, he's been in lots of things, but he was Aretha Franklin's ex-husband. Oh. Um, Patton Oswalt, Billy Porter, Sarah Gilbert, but he said it is, it's smart, it meets the audience head on. Women will flock to it with or without husbands or boyfriends, and their dates, should they go, will be impressed with the sports aspect. Brady has nothing to apologize for in his cam cameo. Gronk is a hoot, of course. When he meets Fonda's Trish, it's a win-win for everyone except the 2017 Atlanta Falcons. I'm gonna take my That's mom when to they this. Lost. Yeah. I'm gonna take were... my mom to this, this and weekend. stay till the end for yeah. the movie that Diane yeah. Warren writes. So he's really giving it. It opens this uh, Friday movie. Yeah. 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 So it's perfect timing. It's the the week in between the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Great yes. time to do it. I yes. I, I really look I forward to this. this movie. I know, right? Uh, yeah. It looks good. But I, I'm glad to get, you know, Roger's like early sneak peek. He obviously went to something this weekend. And then Madonna's biopic. Well, oh. we're going to Hollywood speak this. Oh, okay? Grant. We're going to Hollywood oh, speak. <laughs> Lori can't even defend Madonna anymore in this Who one. She just doesn't want to do it anymore. Oh, no, I that's, think that's it. it. Mm-hmm. That's that she doesn't want. Not that the theater or the studio didn't. She's done. All right, we'll be back. Lori and Julie here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Now, Ann, we've heard that January has one of the highest rates for divorce filings than any other month of the year. And I'm wondering, is this because of the holidays, because of the new year starting? What's the deal? I think it really is affected by the holidays. I think a lot of people who are at a difficult point in their life try to maintain status quo for the sake of the children and the family during the holidays. They get through it and they kind of say, this is kind of my last straw. I need to move on. And again, you have your New Year's resolutions and it's the idea that now I I can make those changes I need to and make a fresh start in my life. And if some of our people listening are thinking about divorce, what should their next steps be? Well, I really encourage people to start educating themselves. Start really gathering information and knowledge of their financial circumstances. A lot of people rely on the spouse to take care of it. Start educating yourself on that to be prepared. It'll also be more cost-effective during the divorce proceeding. Call Tressler Law for your free one-hour divorce consultation. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. 
All right, honey. All right, Julia. Apparently, All right, honey. Uh, <laughs> drama costs money in Hollywood, and uh, supposedly Universal Pictures spent $10 million on the Madonna biopic before shelving it. Listen. Oh. Um, she Because that was, that was the studio attached. Yeah, there was. Universal was attached Diablo to this. Diablo Cody, the Oscar-winning screenwriter, attached to the first draft. And then left, left, and then before it was finished, in. yeah, because they couldn't get along. I don't. Well, we never really heard why. We never heard from her. Sure, but they, well, they had creative differences for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. you just kept saying Madonna's not doing it because she's going on a world tour. She got well, I mean, dumped. She doesn't have. She time. got dumped. It cost them ten million dollars. She wanted too much control, right? Ju- the Ju- so here's the quote. Here's okay. the quote. The studio wanted pop and fluff, quote-unquote. She wanted gritty, quote-unquote. So I'm still going to say that Madonna is not the right person to direct her biopic. That is at the end of it, and if she's convinced she wants to do this... She's going to have to put forward her money. Yes. Because she did $10 million, if that is a true number. Because remember, she had the dance uh, boot camp for yes. the actresses and Trying stuff. to find people who were right for the movie. And then we heard who was the perfect was Julia. Julia um, Garner. Garner. Mm-hmm. And then we never heard Julia Garner say, I'm in. Ever right. once. She That's never right. agreed. Never all it kept saying, she's attached to it. But yet she never said, I want to do That's this. That's right. Because if you are going all in with Madonna... You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And we've seen her other movies. Well, and I guess Universal started spending money on this in 2020 because you also have to license the rights to Madonna's music to make a Madonna movie. Wow. So she gets some money. Yeah. And then the writing fee for Diablo. And there's not a final uh, check gut check moment but i'm going to say that when they realize they're 10 million in and they still don't have a script that people or are an, in agreement or an actress you, attached to it right it's right. time yeah you, if you want to make this movie madonna you're going to have to fork 100%. up your own money you and Gaia Siri maybe yep. she's going on tour to get some money to do so she's got plenty she has plenty she, right. she really yeah. does okay um andrew shoes son this weekend posted a uh, uh, is it a gif? A daddy picture? A daddy picture of a, their dad? No, he posted a gif of of Fallon saying, let's just move on. Like an hour after Amy Robach and TJ Holmes paparazzi pictures hit the Daily Mail. Right. And, and, and let's Shoe just move is on. Amy Robach's ex-husband. Yes. Those kids are never going to want anything to do with their step post, you know, stepmom. No. Ever. What do you suppose ABC meant when they said after several productive conversations with Amy and TJ about different options, we all agreed it's best that they move on from ABC? Hollywood speak that for me. Well, we tried to tell Amy she was crazy to hitch her coattails to this guy who we're going to fire anyway because mm-hmm. she's blowing up her $10 million career. She couldn't understand that and doesn't see through it. And he's got her hoodwinked and they're all in. And uh, we tried to save her. Okay, is that what that is? We After tried to save her. Productive. We tried to save Amy, but we couldn't. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, okay. Brandy Glanville was kicked off of the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, which is filming right now, season four. Yeah. Following a fight with Caroline Manzo and the maybe the fact that she tried to kiss Caroline without her permission. What in the hell is going on? Um, Brandy Glanville drinks too much. Mm. She's always trying to cause a controversy. She is. She's just a loose cannon, Lori. You can never... She's funny. She's entertaining. She's all that. But also, she offends people. Why does she think and that she can like kiss Like, Carolyn Manzo would want to be kissed by Brandy Glanville. These people are opposite ends of the world. Right. I mean, they really... One's North Pole and one is South Pole. They, they're, these two have nothing in common. And for Brandy Glanville, because she just likes to be provocative and she likes to get headlines... She just doesn't have any boundaries. Yeah, I guess. And she drinks too much. Mm-hmm. And when you drink too much and you have cameras following you all the time and you don't have boundaries or care, crap's going to happen. Apparently she tried, she gave Caroline several unwanted smooches. I would be so pissed. <laughs> I'd be like, get off of me. Yeah. Because well, Caroline Manzo is a no-nonsense woman. Very much um, so. And that's kind of why we liked her, because she doesn't put up with BS, and Brandy is all BS. You yeah. can see where this would blow up. Caroline Manzo also left. She was so outraged. Oh, she was? Yeah, oh, this sure. whole thing. Yeah. And and then, how about this one? Bravo was lost interest in Roni legacy as contract talks stall over money. Real Housewives of New York's legacy. Okay, so the legacy is the one with the New York Housewives, the original cast. Kelly Ben Smolin, Luan De Lesseps, Sonia Morgan, Jill Zarin, Dorinda Medley. Um, I guess you know what? I guess if if the women are playing like they want, like some real serious money, like a million dollars, like get paid, like Bethany, you know, yeah. did her last couple of seasons. I could see Bravo say no because they've got these other younger women ready to do uh, New York. Regular, what do they need with... Uh, these ladies are not being smart. They should negotiate as a group. Well... Together. Well, and not, you know... And you like the legacy. Well, we haven't ever had it. It was a way of dumping the Real Housewives of New York yeah. and recasting it because yeah. that last season was so disastrous. Oh, You know, and... Yeah, the short list is Kelly Ben Simone, Luann, Sonia, Jill Zarin, and Dorinda... And apparently they wanted Tinsley, but she's back in her socialite life in Palm Beach, and she's not interested. I wouldn't be here if I was her. So anyway, um, but they're only promising on on Bravo's side. I can see where they're they're only promising the ladies four episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Which really, you know, that's buried the lead there. Yeah, they get. We're going to give you a talk show on my talk, and you can do one segment. (laughs) (laughs) But we need twenty more a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, funny. I, I guess I don't know. Mm -hmm. Do you think the appetite? I mean, that was fun watching that other one when the Real Housewives went on that trip last year. The group. Oh yeah, the Ultimate Girls Mm -hmm. Trip. Yeah, even the one to Greystone Manor and the creepy attic and sitting up there. It was still fun. But we've only seen two. We had the Turks and Caicos, and they've been dragging. We haven't seen three. It's filmed, and four is being filmed in uh, Morocco. Right. Taking a page out of Sex in the City. Totally. Totally. 
Um, how was Michael B. Jordan on SNL? Did you catch any of it? I caught the last half of it, and yeah. he, as you, just he's always just stunning to look at. But he's great, you know. Yeah. He was, it was fun. It was funny. I only, like I said, I caught probably the last twenty five minutes of it. But he was good. He was really good. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I'm mm. sure he was popular at the after party. Oh God. He's very single, you know, since oh, he and Harry, Harvey broke up. Yeah. He tells everyone he's on Rhea. And good well, luck. no, that was in his, uh, that was oh. in his, uh, in his monologue. He's very single. He said single. something anyway, estoy en Rhea, or something like that. I'm here, Rhea. Mm-hmm. So that was just in oh. his little monologue that he did that. Um, but we even, and we don't really think of Michael B. Jordan for comedy. No, but obviously yeah. it's SNL, and he was out of his element, and he did very... They need to keep doing that NFL, Fox. That, that, that was the funniest that they thing need, we've ever seen. They could do that a couple more times before the whole Super Bowl. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Take advantage of that. Absolutely. They did a fun Fox did. I think it was a week ago or so. They did a parody on the Real Housewives of the NFL, but it was all the playoff teams dressed up as housewives. Oh, that's funny. And they tied it into, oh like, you know, when the one lady flipped the table? Yeah. That yeah. was yeah. one of the teams that just lost, you know. So they did this really, the NFL did a really cool, cool job of tying funny. in Real Housewives yeah. and the playoff team. So, All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.